High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. All right. Um, by the way, John uh, Fardy talking uh, philosophy there. Apparently, uh, an understandable error. He was talking about Hegel rather than Engel, uh, who influenced Marx. I must ask him later on, is that correct? Anyway, many of you think it is that it was Hegel and not Engels. Anyway, I have one also. Stephen Molyneux apparently is a great philosopher, a modern-day one that we should be talking to. But one of the great philosophers, because we all know music was influenced by philosophy, is Bill Hughes. Joins me now with an essential song, and he's been doing for a long time. They're all available on Spotify under George Hook's Essential Songs. Bill. Good afternoon, George. Now, your man, Mark Simpson, who's running the programme, has been playing Sam Cooke like a man possessed. He obviously has some inside track on your choice of song. Sam Cooke, a great, great artist. Formerly Sam Cooke. Formerly Sam Cooke, taken from us far too young. Yeah. Um, He was a very lucky young man because he came under the influence of a guy called Bumps Blackwell. Did you ever hear of Bumps Blackwell? No, but he was Bumps a black Blackwell, pianist probably. Robert Alexander Bumps Blackwell, band leader, songwriter, arranger, record producer, who found young black men when they were young and moulded them into the stars they became. Little Richard, Ray Charles, Quincy Jones, uh, Herb Alpert, not black, uh, Sly and the Family Stone, and of course, young Sam Cooke. So Sam Cooke wrote this song, it's You Send Me, and I love You Send Me. And Sam Cooke um, was really... Now, hold on a minute yeah. here. I, I mean, sometimes you come in here and you can kind of BS me because I don't know mm. who you're talking about and you're talking about the brick building mm. or whatever you're mm. doing. And I think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Sam Cook, now you met your match here. This mm. is not Sam Cook's best. The reason I have chosen okay. You Send Me is because it was the very first song released by Sam Cooke as an R&B artist. Up till then, he had been a gospel singer. All right, okay. And he crossed over and he he wrote and released You You Send Me. Okay. Now, what's extraordinary about it is, at that time, only black singers would feature in the R&B chart. They couldn't feature in the pop chart because they were black. And so when a black singer had a really good song, the record company or other record companies would find a white artist who would release the same song simultaneously. In this All instance, right, okay, okay. they found Teresa Brewer and they released... Teresa Brewer! Teresa Brewer. So she released and she went to number eight in the pop chart. With? You Send Me, the same song. The Go away. S- but when Sam Cooke released it, it went straight to number one on the R&B chart and stayed there for six weeks. All right, okay. And... Then it crossed over, miraculously, into the pop chart and it stayed at number one for three weeks. That's the reason. All right, you've explained yourself and uh, you're brilliant. Okay, no, no, not at all. But hold on now, I want to get back to Theresa Brewer. She was banned by RTE because she made a hit. She had a hit with a kind of sexy song. She had loads of sexy songs, but she was... um, I, like she wasn't a great artist. She was a, a white artist who was chosen well, to well, cover great She couldn't great be singing songs. sexy songs on RTE. So no, well, nobody on. could. Yeah. So, so Sam Cooke. So, now, Cupid. A lot of listeners. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
a lot of things. Cupid is fantastic. Well, I agree. I mean, Cupid was one of his great songs. He he had, well, he had so many. Uh, like his the the whole point of 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 Sam Cooke covering summertime. Uh, being his second, ba- uh, being the second side of this of the mains of the main uh, release, that everybody thought that summertime was going to be the number one. Okay. But the DJs, so he also had Chain Gang, Wonderful World, Another Saturday Night, A Change Is Gonna Come, which is my favorite song I, by Sam uh, and mine, yeah. But I, I love then. You Send Me now. The big reason that I wanted to talk about Sam Cooke today is because of all the misunderstandings about how he died. Well, I thought he was shot or something. He was was shot. Yeah. But the question is... Who shot him? Who shot him? (laughs) Now... As JR said. Okay. So, Sam Cooke... I've done a bit of digging here. All right, okay. Because the official record is that he attempted to rape a young woman that he had brought back to a hotel room. The young woman made off with his clothes, including $5,000 in cash that was in his pocket that he had just been flashing around a club. And he ran out with just his jacket, no other clothes, to the manageress of the hotel, banged on the door. She let him in and said, he, he, said, he had signed in as Sam Cook. And she said, what's the matter? He said, and why are you naked? And he said... Uh, where's that woman that just ran out? She's run off with my clothes. The wo- she said she didn't know. So he started to beat her up. And beat up she, the manageress. The manageress. And she took a gun and shot him. All right. How now old is he at this point? 33. So she, that's the official story. Oh, that's not the story. That's you're not the say. story. Right. And that uh, night in the Hacienda Club, which was the hangout of the Rat Pack, he was flashing his money. Yeah. He went up to the Mafia the mob boys who were in the club that night and said, listen, guys, get off my case. He now had a successful publishing company. He now had a successful record company. He had 30 top 30 hits. Okay. He was a huge star and he was only 33. And he's but he telling was the black. mafia get lost. He's telling them and he's to get black. off his back. And he's black. Somebody slipped a Mickey in his drink. He passed out in the car park. They bundled him into his Ferrari. They drove him to the seedy motel. When he came to, they said, take that back. You're still under our influence. He said, no way, lads. A fight broke out. And the reason this is known is because Etta James was one of the 200,000 people who filed past his open casket. And she said his hands were broken. His head was almost disconnected from his body. So it transpired that the mafia were finding it easy to control black music. Yeah. And he was the first one to stand up and say, you're not going to control yeah, it's me. A, of course, the point that people forget about America to, to a very recent time, like 50 years, mm. um, was I always thought America was more racist than South Africa was. Mm. Do you know? Oh, yeah. Like in the South, they had buses, uh, which white people could get on, black people could. They even had like uh, seats in public parks, toilets for white people only and so on. Uh, Jackie it Robinson. It was the same as South Africa. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Robinson, mm. the greatest, ba- one of the great baseball players, first black one really, with the Brooklyn Dodgers, couldn't stay in hotels. The rest of the team were staying, so on, so on, so on. Yeah. So uh, your story, which I never heard before, mm. uh, 
It well, really does hold water. It holds water, and I'll tell you, he wasn't the last one. Three years later, another young black singer said, you guys get off my case. I'm not interested in giving ye my publishing, yeah. my everything. Funnily enough, that very weekend after he severed his connection, his plane went down. Otis Redding. Go away. That, I'm telling you, how this isn't a movie, I don't know. And how this story hasn't been properly told. Well, it has been told. There are documentaries, but they've never got an airing here. But I went off searching to find this stuff. You've lost your, you've lost your, you should be with Chris Dunham on Drive <laughs> doing investigative journalism into political chicanery. You'd love chicanery. that, wouldn't you? You'd love that. Why don't you fire me? Just fire me now on it. How could I fire you? <laughs> so, How could, it, at, at his funeral service, yeah. you know, uh, Ray Charles sang for him and he sang, uh, the angels keep watching over me. And, as I said, 200,000 wow. people filed Extraordinary. past. Yeah. So it's, it's wrong that, okay. that, that, that this story should be perpetuated and that his reputation should be besmirched that he was shot during an attempted rape. Right. I mean, that's, that's wrong. Oh, yeah. And we need to restore Sam Cooke's good name. Yeah. And people should do it. His family, his acquaintances are all feeling that. I'll uh, come running back to you. Somebody suggests mm-hmm. is one of his greats, uh, and uh, Cupid, of course, a lot of people. But um, his live album, Alan says, is a tour de force, and that had just been completed before right. he was killed. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Sandra says, "If I met Bill Hughes last week, I would have kissed him." And told him you deserve a caning, George, in other words. Because, of course, you were talking about the Eagles, and I was most unimpressed. But a, but, but a caning from Sandra would have been a bonus to For last you. week's show. Yeah, you yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but Me and Donald Trump. I felt, yeah, well, he likes we, apparently. That's what Are we going saying. to listen to the song? I think we should say, you send me, George, you send me. Play it again, Quilly. Darling, you send me. I know you sent me, darling, you sent me, honest you do, honest you do, honest you do, whoa, you thrill me, I know you, you, you thrill me, darling, you I thought it was infatuation But ooh, it's lasted so long Now I find myself wanting To marry you and take you home Honest you do, honest you do Whoa. 
of an essential song this week the late Sam Cooke and you send me remember all Bill's choices can be uh, streamed on Spotify under George Hook's essential songs they're all there including the Bugle Boy from Company C with the Andrews Sisters actually I hadn't heard it for such a long time it is really very good it's gorgeous it? it's a gorgeous song and what happened I can't imagine Teresa Brewer singing it yeah well she did but just to give you an example of the kind of guy Sam Cooke was, he was very family orientated, very friends orientated. You know, his first wife died in an accident, then his his second wife. He was like he 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 had a great connection with his siblings. His young brother was an aspiring artist trying to get a deal, and Sam Cooke got his deal first. So, in order to help the young brother. He actually gave the young brother the credit of writing. All right, you because send me. okay, the interesting thing is mm. that when you talk about a lot of these black performers mm. over the years, mm. they invariably have checkered careers. Here's mm. a guy who actually breaks that mold, mm-hmm. who's quite different from so many of them. Isn't that so? Oh yeah, and and you know, so his L. C. Cook is his kid brother, and that's who the writing credit All is right, on you send me. But it was really funny. The the his producer uh, said that to watch the change in what happened to his life and to notice that he personally didn't change at all. When he went from sleeping on the producer's couch on his spare in his spare room uh, in the summer of 57 to being number one and dominating the charts by the end of the year and that it didn't change yeah. him. He was just a good guy and that he went on to write so many great songs and to give so many great performances and he would accompany himself on guitar when he was laying demos for the tracks yeah. and then he would get them out there to find the good producers who would then help him fill the sound out and make it good, so, like on songs like Cupid, you know. Um, but a fascinating character. I I, I am a real oh, fan yeah, of Sam Cooke and, it's, and it's, a, it's a sad story that that hasn't okay. been properly told. Every week at this time, Essential Songs by Bill Hughes. 